welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Those are cold. It's so cold. It's a cold BL smoothie. Happy Friday, dude. <sighs> Happy Friday, Evan. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. I love that term BL smoothie because it when they're ice cold like that, it, it, it has like a viscosity that's like smoothie smoothie like fills you up. The term was not invented for no reason, okay? <sighs> these are these are these are thought through, scientifically, you know, supported. These are facts, not hype. Hypotenuse. They're supported. Supported. <laughs> supported. Um, how have you been? I've been good. Yeah. Yeah. We're. Uh, well, it's been. Um, I've been good, but I've been busy. Cute. We don't have our our nanny left. Right. Our nanny found love, and she's relocating. Wow. Found love in a hopeless place. You know, you got to do what you got to do, bro. Love is powerful, man. So she's doing her thing. But we are currently without nanny. And when you so get now, used to nanny, you can't go you can't go back from nanny. No. Going back from nanny is like moving back into the one bedroom once you have the three bedroom. Or like you yeah. know what I mean? It's like you're so used to the space or you're so used to the time or whatever it is that like going backwards is very difficult, I can imagine. So we're lucky though that we can kind of like our, we can be flexible in our work yeah, both but you so guys it have just means like yeah it just means now we're just like okay like our schedules have just been turned upside down for the last week and will be for like the next if she has to go do something you have to have the kids so something. then you have to like go hey i gotta leave the gym you know all that stuff or it's like just cutting like okay so i normally have like a, you know a nine to five yeah type thing like four days a week right where it's just like okay you're right I I'm I know that I have that full period mm-hmm. of time during that, and then instead it's like okay no no, no now you have nine to eleven thirty, and then that's two it. hours and then back yeah. and then yeah all that. So you just condense that into a much shorter time. It's like whoa okay. Do you guys have a calendar like on Apple that you like keep? Because I would imagine there's a lot of forgetting that goes on. A lot, a lot of like wait, I thought you said you're not going to that thing. Well, Thursday. there's also things that get changed. So like this week's schedule got changed very last minute. Sure. That's what I'm so saying. So there was the, like the conversation that's just like, oh, why? I thought uh, you said, I, what do you mean? No, yeah. that's not what we said. And it's like, well, things change. It's like, well, now uh, I have to rearrange everything. Yeah. And then it's like, well, I already did rearrange all my things too. And it's like, oh, uh, fine. Uh. A lot of, uh. Exactly, dude. And this is, you know, that's how it is. This is what. And it, well, that's just like, that's, that's just, just the way navigating the time situation where you're like, fuck, okay, I have to do it. I'll fight. It's like, okay. Yeah. But I, to get there, you have to go through the like, do you have to have to do this? Uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. It's like, how important. Well, yeah. Well, the, yeah. Because when you have the nanny, you have kind of more of a license to do what you want. Yes. Because then there's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go grab lunch with my two buddies because the nanny's got the kids and Becca's doing something. When you don't have the nanny, the license to do the fun shit goes right out the right window. Right out the window. Because there's no more, hey, babe, I'm just going to go do this fun thing tonight. It's like, well, that means I'm stuck with the kids for the four hours. Mm-hmm. So then <laughs> the go have a great night doesn't kind of come out as quickly as maybe no, it did before. Or you're <laughs> like, well, no, like I was going to work out 
Uh, babe. Oh yeah, right. I was gonna, right, right. I was gonna go work out during this time. Yes. And it's, it's like, like, well, sorry. Uh, like, you can, can you condense it to like you, you know nine minute workout? F- yeah, exactly. Right. And then you're like, <laughs> no, no, because I usually hang there for an extra forty five minutes. <laughs> and then it's like, cool. Well, I have like this. I have a. I have work. Yeah, and I know you want to work out. I know you want to work out, but I have to do work. So, so what's more important? Interesting. And then you're just like, ah, uh, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh you're so dumb dude it is funny Work so dumb why can you just tell him to be like not today just tell your boss to chill <laughs> chill b that is the interesting thing too of like running your own thing or being a you know either, either self-employed or business owner which is like you're never really not you're always kind of working um and you have responsibilities but then you also kind of have in that some freedoms to take off so it's a real like conundrum because your partner can be like well technically you don't have to be there or whatever but then you're like but if i'm but i also own it so i have to kind of always it, it's like it it does kind of well so like i at the gym i'm the manager so it's also like if i don't actually have to be there every day right but i need to be there a lot of the time just because of the, like a bunch of different things going you know whatever but i don't work the front desk so like oh yeah i could just like i don't have like a schedule you just need to be there for putting out fires and dealing with issues exactly and it's just like i have an office there where i can actually do work so but like i'll you know it's just like good to be in there though because shit just happens all the damn time right of course there's always something there's always something i mean like it's a super dangerous whatever but like we also have the flexibility it's like i'm never not working but I, there's also the very much the flexibility to just be like oh i'm just not going to come in that is nice. last minute just be like oh i'm not coming in today See, i don't have to tell anybody i don't have yeah. to like it's an insane luxury to just be like oh sure. no sure sure yeah I'm, I'm kind of in the in between because like i'll have chunks of time where i don't have to go into work at all for anything where i'm working remotely at the house but then I'm kind of in a place where when I'm working with a client, like I am like buried, like very little communication, like it's high intensity. You know what I mean? Like it's not like a kind of desk job where you you can kind of just like step away at any time. Like there's four to five hour chunks where it's like I'm in it and I can't leave and I can barely respond to a text. Mm-hmm. It, well, okay. So I, you know, I don't have a nanny, but Ember goes to school now. So it's like the similar version, but when Ember has like, oh, they randomly have the next three days off for teacher week or what, and I'm just like, you know, it's funny. We uh, before that, and then was, you're like, wait, what? No, oh. like we, she's, but we have all this. <laughs> right. Doesn't this school know that we have all that these things work? planned? Yeah. What the fuck well, is wrong? With, and then you're like calling yeah. at the principal. You're like, this is insane. <laughs> um, but it's funny because it's like before this, we had her full time, just like you have them right now. It's, it's funny how like you get used to a way of life. So now that she's been in school for a while, it's like, okay, now it's like, okay, I formed my life around when she's home and then when she's at school. I know that she goes at this time. I know I have to be, be done with work at this time to pick her up and all this thing. But when in before, before it was 24-7, you were just like having to figure it out and you scramble city. But now you get used to this. Now it's like she has three days off. What? What do you do? The hell are we going to do? So last Friday, I just like got someone to do some work for me and I just got out of there. And I called Jess and I was like, yo, I got us passes to stagecoach. Let you want to go. And she's like, it's funny you say that. I have some friends who have a house they're renting. Like, let's go. Called both both parents. 
and no one could do it. And we were like, oh no. So then we just straight up called a friend and we were just like, hey, you've offered before, but you know, usually don't people offer empty offers when it comes to these kind of things, but we love you. Like, would you be like, she's like, oh, of course. Like, I'd love to do that. So she straight up came over, stayed at our place, watched Ember for two days and we went to Stagecoach and just had a ball, dude. It was so fun. Who'd you see? Well, I had a, I had an artist there, so I, I worked like I kind of okay. did a little bit of work the first night. Like I went there and I was kind of taking care of some I've stuff. I've never been. I mean, either I'd I've never, heard great things. I had never been to Stagecoach, and because well, previous it was never really my crowd. I was never like a big country guy, and like I was just never really thought of it like as something I wanted to do. I like some country. Well, it's funny because I've been getting into country the last couple of years, and. Uh, the older I get to, the more that like my friends and people I talk to are like, oh, dude, Stagecoach is so much better than Coachella. Because they're like, you kind of like when you're like 20, Coachella is amazing because you're like young and doing drugs and just like going crazy. But then when you're like in your 30s, you're kind of like, I just want to like have drinks and just have a good time. And that's exactly what Stagecoach is. It's just mellow. It's way more mellow. You know what I mean? Like I didn't see tons of people influencing. I didn't see people like rolling you know, on like ecstasy and pills and doing Coke. Like I didn't see any of that. Everyone was just sipping Bud Lights, laughing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in the desert, having a blast. Country music, just going on down, like ripping. It was just like, it was fun, dude. And like the, the areas to hang are a lot more adult. So everyone's just like partying, but it's a lot more like, you know what I mean? Cool, mellow. It was a blast, dude. And the country music was ripping. Like the older I get, the more country music makes sense to me. <laughs> because when I was in my 20s, it's all about cool shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Super cool music, super cool this, you know, the way people look. All this okay, thing. so what's but the, the cool country th- you like? But the country's awesome because like, like there'll be a dude who's headlining Stagecoach. There's like hundreds of thousands of people. And he's How big is Stagecoach? I mean, it's big. Yeah, it's massive. And he's got like a Yeti hat on, like, a, you know, just like mm-hmm. a grill, like, and then like a, like a t-shirt that just says like whatever grill house. And a pair of jeans, and he's just like rocking out. Where Coachella's like, I'm, I, you know, I'm in a it's, bed sheet flying. You know, it's like a, it's just great. But at the same time, it's like, dude, it's just simple. Mm-hmm. And the guys up there, the, the woman's up there, just like doing their thing. The and they're just and a normal hat. people. They're just go. like, come on down, it's building. <laughs> it's just like, yeehaw, baby. Like, it's just a good time. And it's like, I think that's what country music is to me. Is like, it's just about hanging out and having a good time. Okay, so who who do you like? Well, I like also. So I used to love um, um, like outlaw country. So okay. like Waylon Jennings and Blaze Foley and like these kind of old school seventies guys. But now I'm just like loving it all. Now I'm like, there's this guy called Hardy. Mm-hmm. He, has, he has an album called the Hardy Hicks tape. That's fire, dude. It's what do you think about like pop country? Dude, that's what I'm saying though. Like the older I get, all of it starts to make sense. Cause it's just like it's simple. It's not overthought. It's literally just like a song about like your I do, kids. My, a song about your grandpa. Like it's just simple and there's my go to karaoke songs are all country songs. Really? Yeah. Garth Brooks. Legend. Fire, dude. King. Yeah, no, I mean I would have to agree. Country music is very fun. I like I like Zach Brown band for that exact sure. reason. It's just good time. There's a song I really I I really really fuck. Well, there's one that's like, 
you don't have to live in the sticks to drive a F-150 with a 30 yacht six. Yes, that like, song's dude, so that good. Shit, it's called Hillbilly Bone. Hillbilly Bone, ba bone, ba bone. That's Blake Shelton, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh, and then there's um fuck, that song is so funny. And then um Ah, uh, it's escaping me. But then there's a whole other side to like like Willie Nelson, early yes, Willie Nelson. It's totally different. Dude, it's so fun. Like so I've been I spent some time in Montana the uh, a year ago and I and I um was staying there for a little bit and it was I like love Montana. I was like, Oh, I kinda get it now. Like this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like rural, beautiful nature, but people are just living a completely different life than like LA. Well, do you like wide open space? I do. Um, I do really like wide open spaces. And my favorite is the ocean. That's my number one. But yeah, anytime I can go out or anytime I go into the desert or whatever, and just see like a bunch of land, like it does like the endorphins rise. I do too. I like seeing. Where Jess is the opposite. Like Jess that loves all that stuff. But like Jess is like my biggest regret in life is that I didn't move to New York in my 20s. And just like live in the city. I could never live in New York. I could have done it for like two years, three years. I don't think I could do it. Because I do like the energy of like having a bodega and like kind of going everywhere. Everything's fast paced. But if you're like in your mid 20s and you have like a cool career. It's just too claustrophobic for me. Sure. I totally get that. I too have. I have my energy is too big for New York. Yeah. Like I'm too big for New York. That's really the issue. They said he couldn't handle me if I showed up. The most up. energetic city in the world can't handle my energy. It's too much. That's why I got to kick back here. <laughs> okay, broads, interrupting the bros. I cannot remember a time in my adult life where my stomach and digestion just didn't bother me at all. You know what I mean? Whether <laughs> it's from stress or anxiety or, you know, just all the all the sorts of stuff that are going on with my stomach always. Long story short, my gut just wasn't doing great. That's why I decided to give Seed a try. Seed is a broad spectrum 2-in-1 probiotic plus prebiotic that you take once a day to support your gut, which, as we all know, supports a lot of other things throughout your body. If you're sitting here thinking, Jess, Becca, I've tried prebiotics before. They don't work for me. I was in the same boat. I was actually never convinced that pill form prebiotics and probiotics were effective. But then I tried seed. I immediately noticed a difference compared to the other supplements I had tried mm-hmm. in the past. Seed works and other competitors don't because of their propi- proprietary two-in-one capsule. It actually protects the probiotics through digestion to ensure they actually make it to the colon and can start working. And in other brands, good bacteria can't survive your GI tract because there's no protective capsule. So you don't feel any different and you don't get any results. The list of things that seed can help support is pretty darn long. Just to name a few, it will support ease of bloating, skin health, heart health, micronutrient synthesis. I mean, the list really goes on and on and you don't have to wait weeks or months to start to feel the difference. Most people see improvement in just 24 to 48 hours uh, once they start taking seed. For myself personally, like I said, a lot of it was with my digestion and man, did I see a difference quickly. God bless. Uh, Give it a try today and see how good it feels to feel good. Start a new healthy habit today. Visit seed.com slash chatty and use code chatty to get 20% off your first month of seeds DS01 daily symbiotic. That's seed.com slash chatty and use code chatty. Uh, The other week I was at a doctor appointment and I was looking at my nurse when I realized she looked unbelievably stylish, 
but she was wearing scrubs. But then I realized she was wearing figs and it all made perfect sense. Uh, If you've been to a doctor's office, a vet, an esthetician's office, a dentist, or any other medical adjacent office in the last few years, there's definitely a 100% chance you've seen a pair of figs. They are completely taking over and for good reason. Figs is on a mission to make scrubs both functional and fashionable. They're modern scrubs with a focus on design, function, and comfort. They're all made with a proprietary four-way stretch fabric, which makes them ridiculously soft key for all the awesome healthcare workers out mm-hmm. there that spend their day wearing figs. Each set is moisture wicking, anti-wrinkle and anti-odor thanks to my micro- antimicrobial technology within the fabric and Figs has thought of pretty much every detail to make their scrubs the perfect daily uniform. Okay, and the cutest thing about Figs is that you can customize each pair with text and icon embroidery. If you're listening now and you're in charge or uh, you wear scrubs for your practice or office, you could do this for your team. It's the best idea. And if you're ready to try out your first pair of Figs but aren't sure where to start, their best-selling core scrubs never go out of stock or style and can be mixed, matched, and paired with each other and are available in a huge array of colors. The possibilities are endless. Figs believes the awesome humans in healthcare deserve scrubs that match. Head to wearfigs.com and use code chatty to get 15% off your first order. That's W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S dot com code chatty for 15% off your first order. <laughs> well, happy Mother's Day, mothers. Yeah, it's a Mother's Day weekend. It's a Mother's Day extravaganza. Shout outs, shout outs. We got a couple of mama's boys here. I'm a big, Are you a mama's boy? I am a mama's boy. Hmm. I'm not really a mama's boy. When push comes to shove, I'm a mama's boy. Really? Like, does, yeah. she, does she coddle you? Yes. <sighs> Big time. Really? Yeah. Can do no wrong. No, I can definitely do wrong. But, like, you don't really ever pay the price with her. Really? Like, my mommy's big. My mom. My mommy. Oh, yeah. Oops. You dropped a Y on that bad yeah. boy. No. Do you still call her mommy every once in a while? I mean, sarcastically. Right, but not like, you know, hey, mom. But you no, know, like, you, were, you, were you the kid in high school who were kind of like, hey, mommy, I got to call you back? My mom's were, if, <laughs> if my mom is the mom where I'd be like, mom, like, I'm so fucking hungover. I can't take care of the kids. She'd be like, oh, I'll be right there. I hate you. I just want to let you know that. <laughs> I just want you to know that. She's there's like, a strong I'll be right hatred. there. And then she'll like cook snacks and like, you know, oh my God. do all the cheat stuff with the kids. Wow. She's like the, yeah. Wow. God she's bless. Good, she's a fun Congratulations mom. Congratulations on mommy. that. Thank you. I could shout that, out. That to makes mom. a lot Happy of sense, Mother's to be honest with you. I'm starting to understand you more. Yeah? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Why? What's that do to you? What's that do for you? <laughs> what do you mean? Knowing that that's, that's just uh Because mama's boys in general... Mm-hmm have a very uh it's kind of what we talked about in that getting to know each other episode mama's boys in general because i'm not a mama's boy i love my mom but like i'm definitely not a mama's boy mama's boys have this sense of well, what's the worst will happen and you have that a lot because i think probably when you would fuck up nothing really that bad would happen to you no it was like you're gonna be grounded or like we're gonna take all this shit away, and you're but gonna. It was be never really like you said. It was your never mom, like, like you call your mom. If I get, called like, my mom hungover, yeah, my mom, my mom would be like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." Realistically, she'd be like, "If you could drive up here, then you can just sleep all day right. while I take care of the kids." That's more of Jess's mom to me. She mama's boys me more. My own mom, not even close not my mom's so not that way my mom is like what are we what are we gonna do for your birthday how are we gonna make your birthday special 
<laughs> How are we going to do that kind of stuff? Wow. Like, she's like, what do you, you don't want anything for Christmas? She's like, the, oh, she's wow. like, now she still talks about how she's like sad about like that she's not making Easter baskets for us anymore. Wow. But now she has the grandkids to make Easter baskets for. Okay. And she's actually been, wow. I mean, my, my mom right now is, she's Killing on a good, it. she's on, yeah, my mom's, my mom and dad just were in France for the last two weeks with just their vacation? friends. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's vacation, the long overdue vacation for them. So they went to France with their friends. Dude, they did, these are like, you know, adults on vacation. So good for them. But they did fucking air balloon, air balloon, air balloon touring, like over, like for an afternoon, they went up in an air balloon and saw like over some like insane historic villa. Wow. Like like, through these rivers in the countryside, just like cool. Well, have a good one. Have a good one, dude. Meanwhile, shit is just popping off over here and you guys are just air ballooning. See, in, I love that because that, that shows you right there that you're a mama's boy, that you're a little annoyed with your mom that she's having fun <laughs> while you're having to work. That, like that, my mom, I don't even know where my mom is now. I have no idea when they leave anywhere. I have no clue. This is how my family was growing up. This is not a joke. This is not an exaggeration for comedic effect for the podcast. I'd be 12. I'd get up. Go downstairs, make myself breakfast, getting ready for the day. And I look around and go, where's mom? And I'd go, oh, what, she didn't tell you? I'm like, no. She had like a retreat for like three or four days that she's on. I'm like, oh, crazy. All right, see ya. Like there was no like, that's the thing we could get into. Like I was, the, it was the opposite of coddling with my mom and both, both my parents. There was no like. Uh, don't we got it for you like don't worry the lunch is ready like there is none of that shit i'm sorry for smiling because i'm like no you don't you just don't know i woke up every day with hot chocolate and whipped cream dude like in high school my mom would wake me up with a thing of hot chocolate because she's like oh like she's like you wake up better if you have that there because she's like otherwise like i wake you up and you're mad that i woke you up she's like so there's some hot chocolate Uh, it's funny Sorry, i'm in my 30s and i still have a rage right now that is, that is boiling up because up of the opposite hot cocoa dude i would i would my, uh, that's amazing i would have no that's idea i, I would have Ruth. no idea where my parents were for like large chunks of time that's how i am with dude that's how i try to be with ruth and frank and becca puts a stop to it oh she feels like you're okay well let's get into this so let's get into a couple fun little little fun questions about our moms because okay you know obviously we had i think this is gonna be good because we've had such different uh experiences because you were my best friend in in like when i was a kid like you know what i mean like i would always become friends with the mom with the kid who had the mom that was the like super mom and i would just live at their house all the time so it's like i remember one of my best friends like i would we would go to his house and his we'd walk in and they were like super wealthy and she would just be like, oh, you guys are here. How was school? And we were like, oh my God. She's like, I made Alaskan halibut breaded tacos for you guys with chocolate shakes. Does that sound good? And I was like, what is happening? And he'd be like, yeah. And he'd be like, really mom, good. I don't really want chocolate shakes. Do you have vanilla? Oh, I'm sorry. I'll make those for you. And I would like, what? What did you just say to your mom? 
that you preferred vanilla over chocolate after she already like you know what i mean it was a foreign language to me I but i was always obsessed with those kids because i was like dude it's like one of the four seasons every day i feel like all my friends were mama's boys really yeah so it was just a it was the mama's boy crew just yeah big mama's boys wow so you guys all kind of could go to each other's houses and get really nice treatment i remember like we would all sleep over at my one friend's house and his mom would always have we'd either it would be like um uh like homemade cinnamon raisin challah bread and freaking chocolate chip uh pancakes every morning after like a sleepover in high school like six of us, we'd all like go to some party, crash at his house, like take over the whole like den, you know, and just like all the homies are like sleeping in there, like six of us, and then wake up and his mom, to wake up to his mom just freaking making chocolate chip pancakes for everybody. Wow, epic. Just killing it. Um, th- those, those are the people that I was, I was very attracted legend. to those kids <laughs> for obvious reasons. Yeah. Victoire. Um, so, that was the sickest though. Everyone's all the houses that you were like, all the houses that everyone kicked it at, mama's boys. Of course, because the house was beautiful, beautifully kept, mm-hmm. and everyone was they were being hosted all the time. I lot. never had any of my friends over to my house because my parents were like strict on a bunch of stuff. Oh, you got to go to the real liberal, like you know, whatever liberal as in like uh Santa Monica. They were like liberal with the whatever the kids can do, they can do. Kind of. It was more like you know, they, Lord, it was Lord more of the flies so, a little it bit. It was more so like they didn't care if we smoked weed. Are you serious? What grade? Yeah. All of high school. So like you're in junior, sorry, you're a really no, they cared, and you just ripping a bong cared, and they're just like chill. They cared in the early years enough that it was like, you can't be like in their face about it. But like if you were in the backyard, you could just be like totally smoking weed and they would be like, whatever. In certain places. Wow. And most by senior year in almost all my friends' houses, you just like rip a J in their backyard, be like, whatever. Oh my gosh, you lived in a different world. Totally different world. Bro. Okay, let's let's get into some questions about our mothers. And the first is who do you think would play your mom in a movie? Like if you, if she had a movie about her life. And obviously we don't you know, you might not have an actress that's like the quintessential perfect have to but it's be just 90s, like the vibe for to be my mom it'd have to be like 90s right 90s blonde movie star okay so but i would be thinking like um oh gosh um what's her name the woman in sleeping in seattle like if we had phases of my mom like my mom now would be the woman the woman who played the mom in cheaper by the dozen with steve martin very specific. Yeah, what's I, her can't name? Remember, I don't remember actors' names. I can remember movies. I can't remember actors' names. Oh, the, she, she was the one in uh, Jumanji. Yes, the mom from Jumanji. Very mom motherly. Yes. Very motherly. The hair. Or, the hair is perfect. Or if it was younger, Meg Ryan, like Sleepless in Seattle. Meg Ryan. Got it. Would be She's my mom. She's amazing. Okay. Um, mine is. I would probably say like a like a my when my mom was younger. Just in terms of the characters they play too. Right, right. You're just kind of, it's a vibe. There's a vibe there, yeah. Meg is very warm. My mom's very caring. Like, we all joke around of, like, if you were, like, one of the best reincarnations you could have would be to be one of my mom's animals. Because they're just living the life. Insane lives, dude. All the all my mom's animals live the most pampered, insane lives. Dude, she bathes her chickens in the kitchen sink. Like, in a big drop basin, like, farm style. So, you'll, like, bring the chickens in and she'll be like, oh... And she'll like turn on warm water and she'll like 
run it over their chest and like bathe her chickens. So she's just, so she's mates. extremely care like uh, coddling and caring yes. and just kind of doting. Yes. My mom, if I had to put like I couldn't think of a perfect one, but like my mom younger when I was like growing up, young, more of a Julia Roberts type. Okay. Kind of bright, kind of fun, and then but not like not like your mom at all. Like more into like fun stuff and kind of what she's doing and what we're doing in like a fun way. So if you wanted to have a good time, she's always down for the good time. But definitely not the mom that's like cooking in the you wake up to the smell of bacon kind of mom. That was just never my mom. My mom was like more like if we're playing sports or doing stuff, she's there. And my mom was always like running and like trading for like, you know, <clears throat> marathons and shit like that. So she always had energy and she was always kind of bright and doing her thing, but very independent as well. See, I just remember while you were talking about this, I remember my mom getting into like, she'd be like screaming at us, like me and my brother for just like being ungrateful pieces of shit. <laughs> right. She'd be like, you guys like, are spoiled. Be like, I'm the best. Like, I do so much. And we'd just be like, well, let me just like chill out, dude. Because you were spoiled. You were chill so, you were so like, used to like no a certain asking, level. You just, like, no one's asking you to just like chill out, dude. Would your dad get mad at that? Fuck, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But also, I mean, like, you know, my mom also, with the way my dad's schedule was, there would be a lot of time where, like, we, he would not be around. Yeah, he'd have, like, he'd be working on a show, and it'd be, like, a month. He's just out. Well, and then there were times where, like, it's weird how there's, there's like, eras in that, in, in, like, the film industry, but there was a while where there was, like, something, I forget why, but it was, like, about filming on location, was there were areas where the studios just saved so much money if you filmed on location. So there was a period like when we were in middle school where um, everything was being filmed in Canada. So he was just up there. So for yeah, months there was like a, a six or seven month period where he was just in working on a show. Something like that. Yeah, just in every Canada. once in a while he'd fly down, say hi for a couple of days and back up. Yeah. Think, yeah. Which is um, like, you know, I mean, it's sure. like, so whatever. it was just you and your mom, basically your mom was, yeah, for and then if it was, and even then if it was filming in LA, um, the hours, if it was on a show that Crazy. he had like written or was like, like writing or whatever in that position on, um, he'd have to be on set for that. So he'd be filming from, you know, be on set yeah. from seven, six thirty seven in the morning till, uh, nine, 11 nine, at night, yeah. one in the morning. Totally. So there'd be like weeks, weeks so to months. It was you times. and mom or, or the kids and mom were very heavily. Exactly. You guys were riding exactly. along. Yeah. Um, what? So there were a lot of things he never had to say in. Or a lot of things he never even saw. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He was, and he's such a nice guy too. He's so sweet and just like chill. He probably was just like not looking to combat. Well, what's anyway. tough is then like when he's home, it's just like he had to be hard, you know. He had to step in quick. It's dude, I mean, we get it now when we're dads, where it's like you want to come in the you're gone all day. You want to come in and have nothing but a good time. But then you'd be like, Oh, well, so and so did this and so and so did that. And you're like, What, why, what, what's going on? I just gotta be the disciplinary kind of yeah, exactly. And then you come in and you're like Duck, dude, like I just want to chill out. Mm -hmm. Why'd you do that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's something your mom did for you in your childhood that you want to pass on to your kids? Uh, well, I think the kind of conf like I what you were talking touched on was like the my mom definitely put a uh, confidence in me in terms of like my viewpoint on the world or like. Um, I think like that's 
that's that has played a, a subtle but really important role in like you know setting goals for myself or like what I you know yeah what I want what I think I want to do all of that kind of yeah. stuff is like I I am willing to fail mm, not afraid of it yeah well it's because you know it's like I don't I'm not I feel secure right that way you know someone's gonna be there to love you someone's gonna be there to like you know yeah you always had that as a kid probably too it's like when you fail or fuck up there wasn't a lot of judgment probably it was a lot more just like hey let's do better but i got you i love you no matter what kind of thing that's Mm -hmm. the sense i get from i sense that from you as like you talk about your childhood i go oh that makes sense because you do have this kind of sense of like there's not an over there's not like a fear there's kind of this like yeah it's all right at the end of the day it's all right yeah worst case scenario you know um, for me, it's, um, the thing that I'd take away from my childhood as a good thing, like that I want to definitely apply to my kid in aversion is independence. Like I was, I was very, like I said, my mom was um, like f- fun, energetic. She had a lot of fun, but she was also just super like not there to like, you know, pick like she was it was just very much like i'm gonna trust you to figure this out on your own and like that allowed me at a very young age to just kind of have to like sharpen my tools as a person kind of realize like what was important kind of what i had to figure out you know the skills i needed to adapt and figure you know what i mean like learning how to fail but then like learning how to deal with that and like learning how to be on my own. And like, there was a lot of that. So like from an early age, there was just a ton of independence. You know what I mean? Oh, you want to go do this? Cool. You got to get a job and figure it out. Cool. Oh, you're 13. You want to do this? You got to go out and work construction and wave a sign around and get paid 13 bucks. an hour. you got, you got to navigate the process of like, you want something, here's the process and how you got to get it, you know? So like, I remember being like literally seven years old and being, I uh, leaving my house at like 9am and not being back till like 10 PM. Doing what? Everything you can imagine. You know what I mean? Just rolling with these like, I was like eight and they were like 12. And we were just rolling. Random golf courses, walking around, you know, finding money and buying, going to a Taco Bell. Like we were just like running. You know what I mean? So like by the time I was like 13, 14, like I just felt like I had very, I was very um, aware of myself. And like I had no fear when it came to doing whatever I wanted to do. I What I like about that is that I want my daughter to feel like, this sounds dark, but if me and Jess died tomorrow, obviously now she's six, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like if she gets to a certain, I, I, want, I don't want her to not feel like, what will I do if my parents aren't there for me? Yeah. I want her to feel like we are there, but I don't want her to feel like I'll be lost without them. You know what I mean? So that kind of balance of like being taught a mixture of of uh, real independence, you know, that's kind of something that I go like, dude, I just want, you know, I don't want to be too, and I don't think we're doing this, but like that, that where it's too helicoptery where you're like, the kids just relying on you for everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's something we talk a lot about when watching kids play at the parks yeah. or something. A lot of, there's so much hovering going on. And we get like, I mean, we just brought Ruth to the climbing gym the other day and she was at the top of the wall. I, do, I saw that post. That was insane. I was yeah. like, 
Bro, she's like 15 feet up. She was killing it. Yeah. But like... When, but right. There's a lot of parents who'd be like, ah! They, well, if they would never let it... <clears throat> but I mean, the reason... I mean, she's... Whatever. The reason she's able to do it is because we she, didn't like... Didn't freak out. Stop the, yeah. the foundations to give her the confidence and to give us the assurity like that she'd be doing that. Now, is that know? natural for you? Because it sounds like your mom maybe wouldn't have been super comfortable with that. So like... My mom had like, a, there was a turning point where like my mom, I mean, my mom grew up doing like a bunch of crazy stuff. So physically she was used to letting you guys really do yeah, whatever you wanted. But then she shattered her ankle horseback riding when I was young. Right. And that had like a really big effect on like her perspective on like risk taking. So she, you, when you were younger, she was more okay with risk. And then as she got older, she got less okay with it yeah, because of the Yeah, but then also there was like just all this stuff of like, she grew up doing tons of crazy shit. She grew up on like her, her dad and his brothers all owned, like they inherited a family farm. Wow. So they grew up on like a huge family farm mm. in Indiana, just right. doing like, you know, they were, it was like, they got given ponies when they were like her, her sister and brother all got ponies when they were like wow. kids. Crazy. So my mom grew up horseback riding so, like in the country since she was like a kid. But when you were a and, kid. And like trapping animals right. on her way to school type of shit. Like, but, but like how does it translate to you now? Do you feel like it's natural more for Becca to be like, yeah, take the risk kids and you're a little bit more helicoptery? No, or do you feel like it's pretty... Becca's the same kind of attitude I have. Similar. Because she's like, we both want... <laughs> we both want them to have like a really big physical sense of physical confidence. Mm. And I th also think that can create like just confidence in general. Yeah, agreed. Because so much of it comes from like a lot of those experiences, if they ever get into an organized sport, if your kid has a, has a foundation of like just being physically confident, they're going to be able to learn all that stuff super easily. And like those experiences in like T-ball or something on how you place in those group settings, that has a big effect on like your social confidence. Though. Sure. So I'm always like, shit, I just want you to be physically capable Mm. whatever even if you don't like sports you'll be capable you'll just be physically confident and capable and agile in some way ember's incredibly socially capable and incredibly physically I trips over her own feet but then can walk into a group of 30 people and within five minutes they're all friends yeah so it's like a weird it's a weird thing where it's like i'm trying to get her more physically like moving but she just does shows no interest but at the same time she can walk into a new school full of 50 kids and just be like within a, within a day, they're like running around having a blast and she's just like in the mix. So yeah. it's like, I'm working on the, uh, the physical piece. <laughs> well, for me also, I think it all, I, I really want them to have that because I'm also, for me, those goals, like my goals in climbing or just for surfing, even like structure what I'm doing. Yeah. To the point, like, um, especially before I had kids. Yeah. Was like, I always made better decisions if I was pursuing. You were physical. Things. Yeah. You know what? You, I agree. I, I had like, it rooted me big time to have like physical goals. That makes sense because I um, was extremely physical until I was about 22. Like organized, comp really competitive sports, like my whole, yeah. my whole life until about 20, 22. And then since I've gotten into music, like very little and then especially the last three four years like i literally sit in a dark room at a desk all day and like i've just noticed that like the physical element has gone out of my life and i started playing hockey a little bit again and i was like oh my god like it's this it whole brought other back, thing like this whole sense of yeah this sense of self and the sense of like 
it's all gonna be okay and like i don't know it's interesting it's like it expels some of this negative energy in your body yeah and like i think it just creates um other 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 streams of like positive positivity where it's like okay like you may not meet your goals in this part of your day but then you go in this and you have an outstanding performance in like your hockey game or you have just like yeah, balances you're out a bunch of prs and whatever it is you're doing yeah. and you're just like yeah like and then balances you back out brings <laughs> you back up or if you have some shit time you have something else to look forward to exactly that's true that's really true um okay let's get back to moms yeah what was it like watching jess and becca become a mother now this is interesting well, question, question and it's a great question because i i just opened it i just got mine right here the reason why I think this is a really good question is because me and you have extremely different experiences when it comes to knowing our partner before they were mothers. Ooh. Right? Right. So like I knew Jess for 15 years before she yeah, was a I mother. I never, do you know? And you knew her how long? Three months. Three, <laughs> yeah. Like that's literally the opposite story here. So this is, this is great. Yeah. So you start. I mean, how, um, how were those three months before she was a mother? <laughs> well, so what's kind of funny is actually the first month Becca and I dated, we were sober together. Like that was the thing you guys were. Well, that was the thing we did intentionally. Yeah, we like after it's so like, like Becca after to like literally commit days, to like I'm gonna be sober for a month the first day she meets. Like she's such days, that person. Yeah, after I think after like two days, it was like okay, like no alcohol, like. We had gone on a couple dates and both times we'd smoked weed and the question came up like, oh, like, well, when's the last time you haven't smoked weed? And, and it like, was like, question. I was like, years, like, you know, and I was like, I don't know, like probably anyway. And then she was like, well, like, do you think you could go 30 days without smoking? And I was like, yeah, definitely. Like, I know I can, like, I've done it in the past, like whatever. And then she was like, let's do it. Like, let's do a 30 day challenge. And then it was like, okay. And then Did she actually... Tell the truth. Did you cheat? No, I didn't cheat. Wow. She extended it to like a hundred days. So she was... It was interesting because like there was no... There was no real party phase is what I'm trying to get out of like... Oh, yeah. You guys Becca's, weren't wasted there was for no, weeks dude, hanging out. It was just, I don't think me and Becca have ever been drunk together. To this day? Yeah. Wow. Because she went, she did a hundred, she extended hers from 30 days to a hundred days. And in those hundred days, she found out she was pregnant. So that just extended throughout like the whole fucking year there for her. There you go. So, and then wow. that was enough to like completely change that to like. She's not really a drinker anyways. No, but she used to go party a whole bunch with her friends. Like you think like you and Jess and then like when you guys yeah, first I knew, met, I knew you her guys were going we were out all, to bars we all, all the time. It's funny because we were all part of the same crew and that's when like how Jess met her. Like if anything, you watching her become a mom. But it's like I, I you know, have more of a you have more of a background knowledge of nightlife, Becca. I no, but I've that's the thing is party. I never I, I hung out with her friends, but I never knew Becca. Like I think I had met her once or twice quickly, but I never had like hung out with her mm. to the point where like it was like, oh yeah, Becca's a homie. And like it was never like that. It was like we all were all a part of the same crew, but for some reason we never crossed path crossed paths other than like once or twice when Jess met her and literally like that's you know whatever but uh, but I knew that crew and we would party hard like we would literally be like really going for it so uh, but but when you guys met and then the, the challenge and it's again it cracks it's me so up funny, it cracks dude, me up right? she did a challenge it's like so, right away right? nothing could be more hurt in the world and it's so yeah but so then but that also put like a really solid thing was because you guys were serious right we, away well yeah because we didn't have this like 
thing of going to bars and drinking and going sure. to parties and having that whole complicated side of like our dating. We were just sober the whole time. So it was pretty smooth which, right into the pregnancy because it was like nothing really changed. Well, what about, everything what about was changing. But I mean, her pers- well, let's get into her personality. Yeah. Like what about her changed that um, you saw? Or didn't change. Or if it was like, no, this was like well, literally just you. Just I guess what this. I've seen, I mean, like what I've seen, because like Becca's not the same person today that she was when I started dating her, obviously. Sure. Um, but like so much of me getting to know Becca and understand like who Becca is as a person has been through the experience of us having she, kids yeah. together. Um, and I mean, like what I've seen is just, she's like made to be a mom. She's so caring, but then she's also like, she understands the balance of like being firm. Like she's way more firm than I am. But, and, but like, I don't, I'm always deferring of like, well, how are we handling this situation? What are we doing in this way? Because like, I'm, I'm just like, I want to be good time all the time. Fun guy. Fun and, dad. Yeah. Fun guy, fun dad. Disneyland you know? dad. And I'm just like, I just want to tickle my kids and chase them around the house and like play nonstop. Right. Rev them up right before bedtime. Yeah. Do all the shit you're not all supposed to. All that kind of shit, you yeah. know, and she's the balance and like, you know, she's <clears throat> yeah. the mom, she's the rock of the whole family. So I don't, I mean, like, that's what I've seen. Like to me, it's, it's, she's, I know like my favorite thing seeing in like develop is like when you ask me like what do i want for for like my mom to from what i've learned from my mom to give yes. to my kids of like the confidence is like i know very certainly that like she's doing that for our kids wow so like i don't know that's amazing that's yeah my, uh, me and jess are the literal opposite i've known jess since we were like teenagers we had years together with no children um and then had a kid you know and so my experience with Jess is that Jess was, we were in similar places in our lives when it, where it was like really creative um, people and also fields, really crazy hours. Um, our lifestyle was very like, you know, f- you know, spur of the moment, fun work, work all day, spur the moment, partying at night, you know, it was just really like artists, you know, we were just like floating and doing fun shit all the time. And like, you know, everything, every new day was like a new thing we were doing. And like, we, the the structure was not really a part of our lives, you know? Um, so when, when she was pregnant and I definitely remember being like, dude, how are we going to do this? Because our brains are so not in the let's have kids place and also we weren't ever really like talking like oh we really want to have a bunch of kids or anything like you know when i talked to becca she's like oh i always wanted six kids you know like it was was always in the plan you know trust me the six kids thing sure (sighs) well me and jess it was like we were like maybe we never even want to have kids you know what i mean like it wasn't even like that was never how our brain worked was like oh we definitely would have five kids someday but it's not right now it was like maybe we'll never have kids like maybe we'll just move to new york or like i don't know you know what i mean like that was our brain so when Ember popped up, you know, Maya thought was always like, you know, she's the funnest, nicest, most loving person I know, but we are both similar in that, like, this is a shock for us and we never even knew if we wanted to have kids. You know what I mean? And then the jest that came out when that, when Ember came into our lives, like, I just remember being blown the fuck away. Like I just couldn't believe 
not because she wasn't she, she's the most loving caring you guys all know her on the pod she's unbelievable but it's like the responsibility of a child you know what i mean the the, the 24 7 the sacrificing of your own life like she was like this creative design you know doing just fashion and all these things and i was like it's gonna take away so much of that life you know and she just immediately like became this person that was loving caring but then also just incredibly like in ember's world that's the one thing that i don't see a lot of and that i that jess does like incredibly well is like she's not just like looking at ember like what does she need and let me take care of her and let me structure her and do all these things it's she's in her world with her like ember feels seen by jess in a way that like i've never seen i've very i see very few people do with their kids or with kids in general which is just like ember feels heard by her like as a person so when she's talking about stuff to, to jess like Jess is there and she's like taking it in and she's not just going, okay, cool. Let's just get the medicine and we got to do the thing. You know what I mean? She's like there with her. And because of that, Ember is like glued to her, like a soulmate because Jess is so like in it with her and thinking like her and helping with her and being with her. And they're, they're just dance together and like they flow together and they're best friends. And I don't know. You know what I mean? I just, the level at which Jess connects with Ember is really fucking special. And it makes me just feel so lucky that Ember gets, I, I just feel, I feel so happy for Ember that Ember has someone that is just so connected to her. You know, like I, I would just be, it'd be incredible to have a mom like that. That just was like, so in your life with you on a deep personal level, mm -hmm. not just a take care of you level, not just a um, <clears throat> there for you whenever you need her level, but like in a way that like Jess is going to be the mom when Ember's like 14, like sitting in her room with her, like really getting into like that boy that she likes and just like talking about all the levels of it. And when she has a prom, like she's going to be shopping with her on like a level of like, cool, I have this idea of fashion. I'd like, let's get into this. And what, cause your favorite thing. And I know you love unicorns and that all, you know, you know, so let's tie that. Like, you know what I mean? She's just like, and it's funny cause it makes sense that Jess is like that because Jess is like that with all her friends. Like everyone you meet that Jess knows, Jess is like, everyone goes, Oh, I love Jess. Like she's the fucking best. Someone who's met Jess for two hours feels that way. And so it makes sense that she's like that with Ember, but I just feel like, it's so obvious with Ember because she's a kid, mm -hmm. you know, that she just wears it out immediately. And so that's the biggest thing that I feel like with Jess, where it's like, it blew me away. Just seeing her to do that with a child was like, wow, Ember has a soulmate now. Totally. You know, it's interesting. But I mean, that's what's been, I, I've, I, it's so funny because I, I have tried to think about myself in that exact way. What kind of dad am I? Especially yeah. when it comes to like, how do I approach certain things is like, yeah. am I just trying to be good time dad? Right. And I'm like, well, they're fucking three right. and under Chill two. Out. And I'm like, it is time for good time dad. It's good time 24 seven to be like, hell yeah, let's have chocolate milk for breakfast. Yeah, right, let's right, have, right. You know, chocolate milk and fucking French toast with maple yeah, syrup. Ice cream for like, breakfast kind of thing. Dude, yeah. yeah, like cause dad's cooking breakfast and like, that's what we're going to do. And like, that's yeah. tight. Cause you know, it's not going to be like that forever. But I'm like, yeah, like, let's have that time right now. Like, she just bought, Becca just bought the whole family 
Disneyland park passes. Amazing. The whole family is me and her because the kids get in for free. Sick. I can't believe I'm saying. But Disneyland with your kid is awesome. Dude, it's funny. We talked about this for like not big enough Disneyland people. Now that we have kids, Disneyland's amazing. You know what she did to me the other day though? This last weekend, my friends were, my friends, some two of my best friends from high school who now live in Portugal were in town. So I was spending like a night I slept over at their house. So we had a night. Becca's like, you have to be home by 10. And like, you have to have like a day planned. Like you're going to plan like, you know, we're not just going to spend the day at home. Like we're going to go do something in the afternoon together. And I was like, all right, chill. Like we got this. All right. So I like, I was like, oh, we'll go to this like nature park, you know, that we've never been to. We talked about, it's like, we'll do a picnic and go to this nature park, whatever fucking calls uh, we're on the phone like I'm, well i'm surfing with them in the morning was the thing i was leaving the house because we're surfing in the morning which we did it was good too and um called him like yeah like i'm on time i'm coming over but i was fucking so hung over and she's like well i bought park passes we're going to disneyland hung over disneyland is like, wild oh god like, like sounds great oh and i was like fucking it's gonna be hot I was like, I'm about to be hot and hung over at Disneyland on a Sunday afternoon. Weekend too slammed. <sighs> Slam. Was it busy? It was yeah, it was crazy yeah. busy. Dude, we went to <laughs> parking lot one, closed. Parking lot two, closed. Parking lot three had to go to like the main, like massive Coliseum. By the way, I got a cheat code lot. for you if you need it. What's the cheat code? I can't say it on here. All right. I can't have anyone know what secret, right, okay, but I'll okay. hook you up after. Um well, okay. Well, speaking of what kind Why? of... Because you have a... Well, you went to Disneyland enough that you understand... You have a cheat bro, situation? Bro, I grew up 20, 25 minutes from Disneyland. Oh, my God. And I've been three times in the last year with Ember now. So, like, I know the cheat code. Does she go to the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique? <laughs> she loves it all. Did you ever do a hair appointment for her? No, no we're not that deep. <laughs> really? You guys have never... I, dude, I, I want to do it for Ruth. I want to do everything for them. But I will give my life. I want to do absolutely everything for them. Anything that they want, they will have. <laughs> okay, broads, interrupting the bros one more time. You know those days when you know you should get up and do some sort of activity or like move your body, but everything on the entire planet is working against you. Mm. You have limited time after the kids go down for a nap or your motivation is at a low point. And the more you stare at your own bed, the more tempting it is to put yourself down for a nap. But it's on those days, especially that I look to Peloton to get me motivated and moving my body because I know I, I always feel better after it's moving true. my body. My stress levels go way down. Peloton's platform is the holy grail of at-home workouts. I love the sheer amount of options you have when you work out with them. Their library has every type of class you could ever want from boxing to bar, cardio to cycling. And there are also a ton of class length options. I think some of the some of the weight ones are literally only five to 10 minutes long. They've got a million instructors to choose from. Any amount of time you have to get in some movement is enough time when you have Peloton. And I'm not kidding. The instructors are top notch. More times than I can count. I have really not felt like working out. But then the instructors do an amazing job mm-hmm. of getting you out of your head into the workout. And most importantly, having fun. Some of them are so freaking entertaining. It's just <laughs> I've tried other other workout like apps or videos before. There is really nothing like Peloton. The class flies by. Flies by. And I mean, if you're not going to have fun while you work out, what's the point, right? Okay. So lately I've been using the live class feature on the Peloton platform and it's really helped me stay accountable and commit to my planned workouts. I love that you can see the updates from other users in the class and send virtual high fives 
fives when you need a little motivation. I love sending a high five. <laughs> so fun. Uh, if you ever see me on a live Peloton class, send me a virtual high five, please. I'll send it back. Let's keep it going. <laughs> to get started, visit OnePeloton.com to learn more today. That's O-N-E-P-E-L-O-T-O-N.com. So shopping for clean, sustainable lifestyle value specific items for yourself, your home or your pantry is a task that could easily lead you all over town to 10 different stores, three different websites. And there's a good chance you'll still have to compromise or forget a few things on your list. Shopping for what you want is not always easy. Unless, of course, you're using Thrive Market, then getting everything on your list is a total breeze and it won't take you a day of multiple trips to a handful of stores. That's because Thrive Market has it all. They're an online marketplace on a mission to make clean, healthy living accessible to everyone from healthy pantry essentials to sustainable meat and seafood to non-toxic cleaning and beauty products. Thrive has every room in the house covered and it's all delivered right to your door. You can even shop by what's most important to you and your family with the site's filters. If you're looking for a plant based or gluten-free or keto thrive market can quickly narrow down their thousands of products and show you just what you're looking for i seriously i use thrive for everything um all of my natural home cleaning products i get them at thrive my organic cooking and pantry staples thrive of course my snack drawer that's my big thing my snack drawer is compliments of thrive market there's nothing you can't find on thrive i'm obsessed um and shopping for my home has never been easier than it is now thanks to thrive market can your grocery store do that join thrive market today to get 40 percent off your first order and a free gift worth over 50 bucks that's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash chatty to get 40% off your first order and a free gift worth over $50. That's thrivemarket.com slash chatty thrivemarket.com slash chatty. Um, oh, shoot. We, let's do what's you know we're talking about what kind of dads we are mm-hmm. we should so oh, what kind of moms uh, are we just found this like uh, quiz and it's like what kind of mom are you? And uh, I guess that could apply to dad or mom. It's kind of like really what kind of parent are you probably. So let's go through this quiz. I think it's going to be hilarious. And we'll, we'll read you the question and have the answers. And then we'll select our own because we're going to do our quizzes on our phones. And then when the answer comes out, we can discuss it. <clears throat> All right. You ready? Yes. It's the annual bake sale at your kid's school. What do you bring? Store bought, store bought cookies that I'll try to pass off as my own. My favorite recipe that I make every year and the kids and parents go crazy for something super simple with five ingredients or less. Honestly, I'll probably forget to bring something. Honestly, I'll probably forget to bring something. Okay. If it's me as a mom. No, I'm saying, yeah, this doesn't have to be not my wife. family. This it's is not really just family. This is really just a parent. So this is this is your situation. I would have something made for certain. But I'm just me, saying, no, no, me this, is, oh, this is just you. Yeah, honestly, I'll probably forget. Okay. I'm going to say I, I'm doing the store bot. I'm going, oh, You're shit. Going I'm going to the store. I'm buying something. You're not sending her empty handed. I'm not sending her empty handed. Well, I mean, sometimes I might. I mean, I definitely still do. 100%. You're headed to the pool with your kid and their friend today. What do you bring with you? The question is, what do I not bring with me? I've got sunscreen, floaties, goggles, blah, 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 everything you can imagine. A bottle of sunscreen, towels, and my phone. Some cash. I can buy whatever I need at the pool. God, it's so funny because some of these are, okay. Nothing. I have whatever I need in my car. Where do you fall on this? Uh, definitely a bottle of sunscreen towel on my phone. I'm a, I'm for sure. You bring everything. I bring everything, dude. I've learned that with the kids, like going to the park. You bring everything. All this shit. I don't want to deal with them like in this way. I'm, I've got anytime I leave when I have the kids, I've got snacks. Got it. You got everything. I've got like change of clothes. But not for school. They don't go to school. No, but you know what I'm saying? The, the question before was like, 
It's the bake sale. What do you? Well, bring? well, the bake sale is like remembering that it's not just your oh, normal day she, of school. She just forget. Okay, got it's it. Like got it. Got it. It's like an add-on <clears throat> to school. You yeah, know? That's true. Okay, All next. Right, and I'm going to read this question. Okay, this yeah. Time. Okay, I'm going to read this one. Oh fuck! Why'd you just jump up all over the place? What just happened? I mean, okay, it's summertime. What will your kid be doing? Summer camp, swimming lessons for sure. Several different activities so they can try new things. I haven't thought that far ahead, but I do know my kid will be saying, I'm bored every 30 minutes. <laughs> okay, what is it? Uh, for me, it's swimming lessons for sure. Got it. Uh, summer camp. <laughs> summer camp or... Well, this is two different ages. Yeah. Like right yeah, now, Ruth is true. in swimming lessons. She's too young yeah, for summer Ember, camp. Ember summer camp because Ember is so hyper when it comes to like social interaction and her need for it. It's like you gotta go. Oh, be my surrounded kids are by for sure going kids. to summer camp. All right, next one. Okay. Um, how old will your kid be when you let them have a cell phone? Second or third grade, middle school. Senior in high school, they can have a cell phone when they're old enough to pay for one. I know what they're trying to ask here because my whole thought on the cell phone thing is like, I want them to have the ability to contact me, but I also don't want them to be on social media at like five. So for me, it's like, honestly, when they can pay for one would be ideal. That I thought would be ideal, but knowing me, I'm a pushover and I'm going to probably hold out till middle school. Got it. Okay. If it's me as a mom. Your kid refuses to eat dinner at a friend's house. What do you do? Pull them in a different room and threaten to take something away from them if they don't eat. Ask politely if you can make them something else to eat. Give them the death stare and pray they at least eat some food off the... the, Some of the food. Some of the food. Apologize for your kid's behavior and tell your kid if they don't eat, they aren't getting anything else. I'm definitely apologize for your kid's behavior and tell them if they don't eat, they aren't getting anything else. That's where I'm like, when I'm reading these, I'm like, I'm definitely not going to ask my friends to cook something else. Never. Or be like, actually, can I go do that? And I won't just like passively, aggressively, like I won't just like sit by and watch my kid do some shit without being right. like, hey, I'll be pretty quick on that. But I don't think, um, I also wouldn't pull them in a different room and be like, can I go talk to you over here? I'd just be like, look, like, it's really good. If you're not eating it, that's fine. But you're not getting anything else. And like, if you don't eat it, and I need you to apologize to the host. Right. Yeah, I'm all on the same page. Because then I'd just be like, look, like, this is a thing of, like, you know, my so it's my philosophy on being a guest. Yes. And, like, what's important. Respecting and, people, like, yeah. all these things, especially if it comes to, you know. Um, yeah, I'd probably say the discipline for later. Yeah, I'd I'm say the discipline scene, for later. You know? And I would just, I wouldn't make a scene. <laughs> yeah. I would just be like, we're going to talk about this later. But yeah. I'd be like, you're not eating anything else tonight. Like, you're not going to eat That's anything. That's my thing. At home. So you're not stopping by McDonald's so on the like, way home. You kind know, of thing. Yeah. This is like, you know. All right, go ahead. And I'd also trust like people are just like, get it. It's kids. Right, it's not, right. You know, uh, you have a play date scheduled for your kid later today, but they were being really bad all morning. What do you do? Cancel the play date and let your kid know why you could, why you did it. Take your kid to the play date, but scold them later. Let your kid attend the play date. Kids will be kids. Take your kid to the play date and threaten to take something away later, but then totally forget to. <laughs> That's a great one. Um, 
I'm taking my kid to the play date and scolding him later because the play date is also a play date for me because the kid, I, that's what you know I was what just I'm saying thinking. like it's more of a discipline for me to not go to the play date because then now they're gonna be sitting there looking at me like what the fuck are we gonna do? I'd <laughs> like to say I'm cancel the play date guy, but that's a firm dad right there. My my God, I'll probably be. I'll probably be the one to scold them later to be like, look, like we scheduled this with your friends. So like, I'm not going to punish your friend. Right. And like his family, this I'd be like, them. this yeah, is yeah. it, you know, like, da, 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 da. You got to, you got to stand by your word. Plus, you committed I definitely to looked forward to this for, for the whole time as well. So be like, you're going to go over there. You're going to have a good time. But when you come home, say they like video games, you're like, nah, no more of those. You know, you don't get this. You don't get that. Ba, 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 da, ba, da, ba, da, ba, da, bing. You feel me? <laughs> Um. All right, you got this, or I got this. Eating. Uh, it's Saturday night. What are you doing? That's mom's night out, and what we do is none of your business. Ooh, I like that. Eating and or sleeping, mm-hmm. probably playing a game or watching a movie with my kid, drinking wine with a friend or two at our houses, at one of our houses. We're gonna be there. That's mom's night out, which is your night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> drinking wine with a friend or two at one of our houses. That's probably me. I mean, that's realistically, that's like what I would be doing, but my attitude will be, it's yeah, none of your, none of your damn, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what's going on. It's none, ya. none, ya. none, ya. Right. <laughs> we got a, we got a couple more. All right. It's your kid's birthday. How do you celebrate? We invited the whole class, friends and family to my place. I love hosting huge parties. We have a small birthday dinner at my house with immediate family. We've been celebrating my kid's birthday all week, but the big party will be at the hottest kid's birthday spot in town. I ran to the store last minute, texted some people, and was able to throw a party, a, a pretty decent party. We know how you guys throw a party. Yeah. but Holy that's, shit. That's Becca, dude. That your kid's party was insane. That was so sick. It was insane. There was massive letters and actors. It was amazing. So that's definitely option A. That's Becca's option. But what's a. your you? This is you. I know. I'm inspired by her though, but really yeah. I'm gonna be. We have a small birthday dinner at my house with immediate family. Hmm. I would say, I would say, let's see. So yeah, the, the one you got, yeah, it's like, okay. I would probably say I'm in between one and two because I'm also down for just, I, I don't, whenever I host big, I don't have a big pressure on myself to like make it incredible. I'm down to just like order in a bunch of food. I'd probably say we invite the whole class, friends and family to my place. I love hosting huge parties. I would like we did that for her birthday. We like invited all the kids just to like this little pony spot, ordered food in. It was chill, but it was like, you know, 15, 20 kids there all doing their thing. So that's probably my move. Probably. I mean, this is hard because my kids are tiny right now. That's true. That's true. So that's why, like, this is more my vibe at this moment. Sure. But I think as they get older, well, I'm going to be imagine, on that vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. You notice a rash on your kid that wasn't there before and your kid says it's not itchy or bugging them. What do you do? Leave it alone for a day or two and see if it goes away. Put over-the-counter lotion on it. You think it might help. 
Set up a doctor's appointment and a dermatology appointment just in case. Rush to urgent care. I'm leave it alone. Hopefully it goes away in a day or two, guy. I'll put some over-the-counter lotion on it. Yeah. Your babysitter canceled last minute and you have an important event to attend. What do you do? Cancel your plans and stay in. Frantically search for a backup babysitter no matter how much it costs. (laughs) Call your parents and beg them to watch your kid. Still go to your event, but bring your kid with you. Ooh, this is a good one. This is a good one. I'm cancel plans and stay in. Frantically search for a backup babysitter. No matter how much it costs, that's me all the way. Wow. Okay, so what'd you get? Um, I'm a helicopter mom. Oh, that makes sense. What? You, you got a helicopter mom. I didn't. I guess I kind of yeah. maybe did. You love your kids so much and just want the very best for them. Sometimes people think you overreact, but that is just your way of making sure your kids are safe, happy, and healthy. Keep up the great work, mom. Yeah, that's definitely, yeah, that's probably tracks. Mine says, this doesn't really track Pinterest mom. Oof. It says you go mom. Don't say oof. Oof. Uh, <laughs> most moms are envious of how easy you make things look. You are super talented, creative when it comes to motherhood. You always have the cutest decorations, party snacks. Everyone wants to be you. Yeah, you know what? I will say that everyone this, wants to be. Oh. <laughs> I, will, I will say that that definitely doesn't feel like me. You're the battle at all. Of the ball. No, definitely not. I think it got me wrong, but you know, maybe you got me a little bit. I guess got you a little I don't bit. No, it got me. Um, yeah, dude. The, this whole it's just so funny how um, and you'll know you'll you'll run into this a lot more once the kids start going to school because then you'll start seeing like how other people are doing it because like when before you're not really aware you're just kind of like this is how we do it. Yeah, this is and how then, everybody must. Yeah, do it. you're like whatever, and then you go into these schools and you're seeing how everyone is, and you're like, oh wow, like everyone has a completely different approach to this thing. You know, moms, dads, everyone's just got this like completely like over the top like we we had this really eclectic group um when when ember was like in preschool we would kind of be kind of kind of became friends with everyone in her class and like there'd be these times where like they'd text us and be like hey we're doing a park date and let's all meet at the park and have a hang whatever and it's so funny because everyone's so different some of the parents are like my kid does not eat anything that's not organic and then the other kids just like doing backflips into the dirt, no problem. And then the other the other parents are talking about how they're spending their time in the French countryside and how they're putting their kid in French immersion class. And then the other kid is, you know, just picking his nose and sticking it in your ear. You know, it's just like everyone has these different like approaches to like how to handle this thing. And it's just so funny to see it because everyone's trying their best. Everyone's trying to figure it out and everyone's taking these different approaches and you know, I don't know. It just makes me laugh. It's a, it's a strange, I don't know. I've, I just, I really like the term. It takes a village. Ah, uh, I like it a lot. I think through whatever, just a lot of different mentors, like different mentors that they can have is good. That is cool. I, I like that idea. That's why like one thing I'm open to doing the homeschool thing is like, if I can, oh, wow. if I have the ability, if I have the ability to homeschool my kid, to have them in just a bunch of different kinds of programs, I'd be like super into that where it's like, cause mean? the homeschool agenda is like you're doing academic stuff for like two to three hours a day. So then you could be doing like, okay, if you're going to be doing martial arts and like you can do like a morning class, the martial arts thing, you could be involved in like this gymnastics thing. Like you could have your kid in like, you know, like two different sports, music and language. 
if you're homeschooling them right. so easily. Mm. So easily because so much of school is just simply daycare. You know, I was homeschooled for a chunk, right? No. Yeah. How was that? How old were well, you? It was hockey. So like because I, I was... Because really, of hockey, you yeah, were homeschooled. Like I wanted to be... Because um, hockey was just um, like national hockey. So it wasn't high school. It was like private. Yeah. So um, we would just do so much traveling that it was like a lot of the kids were like independent study kids and stuff because it was like... Oh, like in the middle of the year, we have like a tournament in like Quebec. So it was just a nightmare. You're always having to like take school off. So I just went homeschool kind of for those years. Um, it was like third to, you know, seventh grade. Um, and so I was definitely like, it was interesting to like be public school and then homeschool and back to school that, you know, and I would say everybody has a different thing. And I was, it was obviously highly religious too, which is a very different thing than like what you guys would be doing which is like much more like free-minded and more like into those classes and stuff um but yeah it's a thing you know it also depends where your parents are obviously you well know? yeah i mean trust me in rock climbing if your kids like the kids who are all top yeah because it's not it's not like kids. a part of your school it's like a private thing yeah, yeah you have to like make the time to do it exactly we do like some homeschool program or some shit. Yeah, I mean, like I would. What probably, do you mean a pro? Like, a, like take her to a class or whatever. Or you do like a yeah, like a small like Waldorf style like three to like three hour school thing. That's like a intensive style. I don't know. I don't fucking know, dude. Alternative. I probably wouldn't be a teacher till later. You'd be the. Well, we could talk about more profound things. <laughs> so what's going because on? Because that's with the where Russian... I am. I'd be, yeah, exactly. I'd be more like we're, we're introducing history and philosophy and, yeah. and we're going to talk about literature and literature. Hey, Ruth, okay. Take a hit of this, Ruth. We, yeah. Let's get down and let's just, let's vibe right, out. Let's just, dude, I had, a, <laughs> I had a teacher sit, this teacher was epic. This d old dude, I can't remember his name, but he, um, I had first day of school. He took his shoes off. He was in like all corduroy. Like all baggy Sick. corduroy. And he was old, huge eyebrows, white hair, oh, all thing. Bushies. It was a Irish history of Irish literature class. And he sits on top of one of the student desks, like kicks his shoes off, socks, you know, folded on folded legs on top of the student desk, being all cool. And he's like, So this book, man, this author, man, like who was this guy? You know what I mean? Like, who the hell was he? Like, let's get into that. And Man. I'd be like, so funny. That's awesome. This dude was like the, I mean, he was a G for sure in like the 60s and 70s. And that's what he wanted to carry into like, he was like, I was like a, like a, like a cool adult in yeah. that time, you know? Fascinating. We won't go into, but that's that would be me as a teacher for sure. It's yeah. like history's cool, history's fun. right, right. Let's talk about X, Y, and Z, and like you know, but I couldn't. I don't think I could deal with math. I don't think I could but teach I could, my kids I could math. Totally see. You I don't guys. have the patience to teach my kids how to read and write. I would like to watch. I would like to watch Becca do it. Becca would kill it. No, she'd be questions. excellent at it. But yeah. I'd be like. It goes A, B, C, D because... How, I already told you. How goes, come you don't get it? Oh, it goes like that because that's how it goes. Yeah, I don't care how or why. It just does. It just does. I'm going okay. surfing now. And when I get back, I want this whole thing memorized. Just figure it 
out. I can't. I don't even like math. Math is dumb. I agree. I agree. But this book I don't says know you why have to learn it. I don't know why we're doing any of this, to be honest. <laughs> You're just, you just become the kid you were, like, in junior high. So <laughs> yelling at your teachers. I don't know why the fuck I'm doing this anyway. <laughs> Becca's having to, like, put you in timeout with them. I'd be like, great. You know how to do all the basics? Let's get into this. Let's get into the real things. Everything you know, forget it. Hey, I'm here's about the thing to blow about your mind. street science. It's a conspiracy. Yeah. Um. We're yeah, going to read this book called The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> Buckle your seatbelt. It's a it's it's real, okay? It's non-fiction. Yeah, it's so That's interesting. That's what I tell them. I read them fantasy and tell them it's non-fiction. I love that. That's a trick I'd pull <laughs> to expand their horizons. I love that. Yeah, Jess is going to be Jess is such a um she's like a a mystery spirit person. So like mystery spirit ember and her when it comes to like life and school and everything they they just love to just like fantasy land so they have so much fun just like imagining things and like playing together and like doing all those things it's like what is ember into fantasy wise well no i don't mean like like a book or anything no, that i don't way. mean I like mean a book what like, does she fantasize about like ruth's like unicorns right so ember ember loves to like imagine things like fashion shows mm. or like dance dance um you know like stages and like fun things like that so like she'll like that. put on a she'll come out and put on like a dress and be like doing a, like an interpretive dance or like put on a bunch of jewelry and like pretend that she's like famous or something or like she'll come out and she'll be like she loves to play roles it's all like i am a pirate and I've decided, you know, it's always a role and a thing, and you know, and, and Jess is so good at like being there with her, you know, no, please, you know, like just whatever. It's like, so there, I I feel like that's going to be, you know, Jess is so good at making her feel like I'm there with you, which is what Ember needs the most. She's always like, when you play with me, I don't want you to play with me. I want you to play with me, like get on your hands and knees and become the thing, you know? Um, but homeschooling, oof, I don't think that's for us, but I really, I like, but it, it makes so much sense that you guys will rock that. I'm like, more that, like that, that speaks so much to like the vibe and it's like, it's awesome. At this stage, I could be like, I'll just take them places. Right. I'll just do that. I'll shuttle them. You're, you're, yeah, you're the, you're the, you're the entertainment. You're the, you're the, oh, I'll, you're, no, you, you're, I'll be the shuttle dad. I won't drive a minivan, but I'll be a shuttle dad. You'll be the and field I'll be trip like, dad. Throw some French fries at him in field the back. Trip. Just like turn around in a red light, grab a handful, just toss it back there at him. Like they're birds. Just, ah! just like, there you go. <laughs> I love that. Like we're on our way to karate. Just eat this. You're going to need the energy. All right. Karate. You have your blue They're belt. Geese. You have your orange belt test coming up. Okay. We've been practicing your block <laughs> maneuvers for two weeks now. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> Insane. Just be like, here's a couple packets of ketchup and some French fries. Go to town. Um, is there, any, I mean, like we're almost done here, but like, is there anything that you're like, I want to be better at this as a dad. That you're like, as we're talking about Mother's Day and we're being inspired by mothers, you know, basically killing it and showing it how inept I feel like we are sometimes. Like, is there something that you're like, I want to be better at this? I want to be better at the way I manage my uh, frustrations in front of the kids. You can outlash a little bit. Well, I can do things of like, I'll drop, I'll drop a fork and I'll be like, damn it. 
and then it'll be like oh like language is one thing okay i'm like okay i gotta start watching my language in front of the kids and then also it's like um just showing a reaction so that they don't overreact when they're looking exactly they just be like oh like you spilled something have they started doing that well yeah i mean your kids are mirrors of right but they started like that shit and you're like okay well well, not like quite like oh shit, but like it's right there. Right, yeah, but like it's ah. right there. Like you see like, her oh. dropping dolls. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If they can't put their shoe on, they're like this <laughs> shoe. The shoe, okay. And, and you just like ten minutes before, like through your like, shoe. Yo, chill out. And I'm like over here. I'm just like, why the f- is this thing like folded? Just slip on. Just slip on. Slip on. That's funny. You know, and I'm like, oh man. Yeah. Where it's like, dude, like you got to chill out. Like building a puzzle with a toddler. Yeah. Build a puzzle with your toddler, and they're like, it doesn't fit. And you're like, no, that piece for sure. It's a 10 piece puzzle. Bro, I'm telling you, that piece fits right there. Just rotate it slightly. Can't you see that it's, you just got to rotate it like that. Right. And fit in. But you see your kid try for like all of one second. And they're like, don't get it immediately. Oh, yeah. And then you're like, their whole life is going to be fucked. Like in this moment, <laughs> if I don't teach them patience and the, you know, the importance of perspective in this very singular, in this one moment, yeah, it's all going to spiral downhill. Mm. Mm. You have those, you have those, those moments. You think like that when you're with your kid? Um, um you're like, oh, this is defining. Yeah, oh yeah well yeah like but it's like, really like just whatever shit that they're like gonna that. forget all about and yeah. she'll be able to solve a puzzle no problem mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i definitely have panic moments where i'm like you don't know that <laughs> do you remember the moments when you were like holy shit you just did that now now it's happening a lot she'll just be like in the back like doing addition and i'm like whoa how did you know what that is you're like how you know the- what i mean fuck did you just do that or like i'm i've been trying to teach you that and you just would not have me teach you and then the second you learn it at school you know it like what's up with imagine that? though when they're doing stuff you have absolutely no idea about yeah like some when they're like in high school math or something and you're like i don't even know how you're doing dude this. before high school i mean like for us we were doing in high school we were doing math way beyond what our parents understood mm. So they're going to be doing that shit in like middle school and we'll just be like, they'll be like 11 doing some shit. We'll be like, yo, look at that 11 year old kid is way smarter than us. <laughs> oh, she's the, the, the like thing. Way smarter than us. I'm not afraid of that at all. I have a different fear. My fear is not that she will outsmart me with school stuff. Oh, I have to be dominant in every way. No, the fear is that I'm not afraid of that at all, to be <laughs> honest with you. Because for me, it's like, whatever, okay, you know, some capitals of some countries that I don't know, whatever. Where I'm really afraid is her already insane ability to outsmart me to get what she wants is so already off the chain that it's like, bro, give her six more years. I won't have a chance. Like she's already knows how to like work me. What does she work you on? Well, like I said that other day when, when she was with my parents and she was like, oh, yeah, I always beg. That's, you know, that's the great thing about being an only child. It always she's works. She's six years old. Yeah. And she's telling my parents that isn't it great being an only child because these things work on my parents. Like, bro, she's six. Wait till she's 15. Or you got to not make her an only child. 
it's not even about the only child. It's just that she understands the human mind. You're like, shut up about she can stay an only child. <laughs> no, but it's not even. It's <laughs> really, really, really like, well, why don't you just have another kid? You're like, just shut, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's dude. really I not. Do it. It's but it's really not that. It's just that she knows, like, how people act and how they are. Oh yeah, I it's mean, crazy. Ruth, we we joke with Ruth about her fake crying. Oh yeah. Hey, me and Becker are like, oh, she's not winning any awards today, but she'll like every day she does it. And like, uh, yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah, please. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, it's like, it's so funny. And if you call her out on it, she like knows what you're talking about. She's like, oh, she laughs. Oh at yeah. It. She's like, oh, you know, but I'm like, you know that I don't always like, I'm like fake crying. It's like, yes, bro. Like yeah. you're not fooling anyone. You're annoying. And you're like, fine. I will. Like I said, none of this, but like, whatever you can have the damn doll right, and just right. go to bed and stay in your crib. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you're like, but then you develop this habit of they, right. they think that they're manipulating. They think they're so smart. And I guarantee you that Becca and Jess are so much better at handling that than we are. Cause we'll just be like, stop it. And then, you know, but Becca and Jess do this thing where it's like, Hey guys, you know, they, they, manip- they know how to like, they know how they think. So they'll kind of like, coddle them in the right way but then at the same time discipline them the right way so then like within three minutes they're just like okay i totally understand and becca, we're, we're like we're like stomping around the house we're like god damn it like, becca and i will take turns on who has the most patience for that kind of behavior but becca is definitely who comes up with the plan on how we're going to yeah. handle the behavior Ember does this thing she doesn't want to go to bed and she feels like it's still too early right as i'm walking okay good night ember right as i'm walking out I just, i'm about to close the door she goes ow and i go Ember, no, nothing. I'm good. Ow, ow. And I go, Ember, what? My leg is cramping. It's bad. <laughs> oh. oh, my leg. <laughs> Next thing I'm rubbing the leg. Yes. I got the light on. Ruth is that, doing you know? that. It's just like Ruth has been done sure, doing they that. Know that? Yeah, my neck. Just, that's uh, what she'll do she'll go my neck and it's like i know you're you like, just don't want to go to bed and you know that if i say i don't want to go to bed it doesn't work and i know if you come up with any but if you know if you just go ow in the dark i can hear it and then i'm like well i can't walk away yeah so because then i know she'll be over the monitor going ow oh that's when you can you talk back into the monitor if i needed to but yeah ember stop <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i'm now at the point with ruth where like ruth will fall and i go you're fine Right. I watch her. She'll go, oh, it's, ah, and I go, you're fine. Yeah. You're That's, fine. Get yeah, up. I'm exactly. We're not doing that. We're not doing that one right now. Yeah. Because well, I'm like, Frank's also such a little, he's a little uh, pick me up boy. Got it. But he's also a little guy, Frank. So cutie. it's a little different. But I'm also like, bro, like when Ruth was your age, we were like way like. Like tougher. Yeah. Like, no, like you, we're not letting this slide. And we're just like letting little baby Frank get away Classic. with so much stuff. Classic. But we love you moms. We're grateful for all of you. Um, we we're, wish you an amazing weekend. Grateful go for out. you. We're going to go out on some of our, one of my favorite mom songs. Hey. Chat soon, broads. Chat soon, Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mommy's Day. Mwah, 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 mwah.